0: Smell something. Put that cookie down.
1: Hello and welcome to the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. I'm Shane. I'm Josh. I'm John Star. Josh is back. We should have we should have just gone Shane Chanster and been like, who is this third <laughs> person? I a, mean a challenger like appears. last week it's but,
0: like High School Musical Free. The boys are back, but except it's just me, one boy. So actually, the boys The are way back. it's gonna go is
1: that you'll mm have had all this time off, then you come back for one week, then you go off and then you come back for another one. That's how it's going to actually play out in terms of episode order. I have literally
2: been thinking, it's been haunting me for two weeks ever since you said that the, We've recorded the top 10 and it goes there. And I'm like, wait a minute. Anyway, I wasn't be, here since ugh.
0: the Supernova episode. So. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy it's, it's like six, six
1: weeks of podcast time. In Without Josh. Yeah. I was working in it. Free recording such. six weeks. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: got to love retail. But we're talking, mm-hmm. what are we talking about? Ooh, it's a big mystery dun, 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 have i got dun, you in dun. suspense for what it's about it's about i'm pretty this. sure most I'm, people read
2: the title They I'm friend
1: no they didn't they they go <laughs> in blind like <laughs> <My> third blocks <laughs> and we're talking about mystery and suspense this week but as always we start by asking what have you been watching in chance what have
2: you been watching what have i been week? watching well what you know watched? uh this may or may not be the same day we recorded our top 10 so I was trying to watch a bunch of movies that came out in 2018. Yeah. Uh, I did succeed. Did you watch in, anything that didn't end up on your list? Uh, well, At the very least, they ended up on my um, thingamadoobie list. The Pirates, Band of Misfits. Pirates, no, I haven't, well, I, I, I've got it on DVD. So after watching Early Men, all I could think <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure Pirates was better than this. I should watch Pirates again. Cause yeah, early man I I was very funny. Um, I'm not a big sports movie guy, so I'm sure there were references that I didn't get. But it's a sports movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it? They, it's a sports movie about cavemen when they the first cavemen discovering soccer. So it's it's, right. it's a sports movie about soccer things, and it's very British. Ugh. It is very British. Um, so they don't discover soccer. They discover football. Yeah, they no. Uh, you're sorry, they they discover football. How dare you? Uh I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh we're all doing racist interpretations of a, a different version of British. They're white. <laughs> ah, they, they And were... we
1: are from a British colonized country. Thank you
2: very much. Nah, fair enough. Um <laughs> what else have I watched? I um I I watched the first episode of um uh Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which you bought Excellent. me on day. Thank it's you, racist. Shane. Very, very, very Merry Christmas to me. Um, did I she no the- Watch it with you. Yeah. Well, I did. She l- like it. <laughs> I we didn't get a time to talk because I was like, oh, I've really got to go. Josh is already waiting there for me, so I uh-huh. I ran. So you had to run, but you liked it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, lo- I I loved it. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm very interested. It only to see. gets more ridiculous it gets more from more there. Only gets
1: more ridiculous. I just watched an episode where they did a lethal weapon five. Yeah. No, and I there's like- an, <laughs> a, there's a debate about blackface in swap it dog. because they halfway swap, through they swap they, swap they roles. so Mac and Dennis play um Riggs and Murtagh oh, and yeah. then they switch they roles swap. and Mac does Murtagh in blackface and they're arguing about how all blackface or none, no blackface and
0: it's it's so bad. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant.
2: That is very good. Josh, what are you Josh. watching?
0: Yeah. Oh, so it's right? All right. So I watched, uh, re-watched uh, Suddenly 30, or 13 Going on 30. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Great great little fun. Love, movie. Great fun it. Mark
1: Ruffalo needs more rom-coms under his belt. Yeah, head. no, he definitely. He was
0: attractive man back in that day and still now. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, great fun little movie. I also rewatched watched um, the first season of Sarah Connor Chronicles. So I oh, love cool. the Terminator franchise and the, the I best, love that change. And Thomas best, Decker. Thomas Decker, Lena Headey,
1: the best sequel. Okay, we the Thomas Decker has my sister and I call it Thomas Decker syndrome mm. where it's when their bottom eyelashes are so thick it looks like they have eyeliner. Oh,
2: oh. like the uh, Mare from The Dark Knight. No. Commissioner from the Dark Knight.
1: I don't know which one,
0: but every watch
2: yeah. when
1: no, you watch yes, Thomas, okay, yes. you'll be like, yeah. has he got a lot of eyeliner? He's no, got, his bottom a, eyelashes a are just thicker than his top one. <laughs> uh,
0: I also re-watched the first few episodes of Always Sunny as well. So like the gang is oh, racist, cool. <laughs> Charlie gets cancer, all those like great little opening like hook episodes. And I love like how the
1: they, their segue into the episode titles is just
0: um, brilliant. Even when <laughs> that... Uh, Abortion episode where they like literally Charlie um,
2: wants an abortion, is it? I w- I looked at the the episode names <laughs> on the TV and I was yeah. like Jesus Christ,
0: yeah. No, it's literally <sighs> about Dennis being like, "Can I pick up chicks on the anti side or the pro life side?" <laughs> yeah, and then he no, goes, it's Mac, it's Mac. When he no, no, it, it's Mac first and then oh, Dennis yeah, goes and then, this, and then yeah, Dennis yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. "There's no chicks on the anti side that are good. like they all." And then they use this, like, yeah, because I like, can smell that like you're a cunt or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he, like, literally climbs a fence and then gets egged. And it's just so yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and that's what I've been rewatching besides, like, the films I watched for the top ten. So what have you been watching? Well, I?
1: I watched a couple of things. I watched Lethal Weapon. Ooh, uh, I, nice. I was about or you to technically say, watch that how do me. you
2: have any time to watch anything when a friend comes over and forces you to watch it? You're welcome. Uh, Lethal
1: Weapon. This is my first viewing, and Mm, I mm. I expected it to be more like silly action comedy. I wasn't expecting it to be so hard boiled noir as it was. And I think my impression of what Lethal Weapon is meant to be is what the sequels are. Yes, more than the series. But you got me the whole pack for Christmas. Yes, thank you very kindly. So (laughs) I shall. And by
2: that I mean you should have watched them years ago, but that's fine. I should have watched
1: them years ago. Yes, but I will be watching them in upcoming weeks. Um, I rewatched Crimson Peak. Oh, great. Uh, with commentary, uh, learned some amazing things. That movie is a masterpiece. It's underrated as fuck. And Allardale Hall is one of the greatest pieces of production design ever invented. Rest in peace. I feel Thomas, like every name? time
2: a uh, of the Toro film comes out on, you know, home video, Blu-ray, DVD, whatever the commentaries will always inspire you to do always something. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I Although he know didn't do a exactly-
1: commentary for The Shape
2: of Water. Oh, really? But oh, because he did so much that. press
1: for it. Right. There's a commentary. There's worth a commentary of press. Track. Just, Just the interview he did with Baz Luhrmann.
2: So just play it. the interviews while watching the movie. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Cool. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: I watched the movie. This is the one I was watching to be in my top 10 list because I heard really good things about it. It's called Calibre. It's a Netflix thriller movie, and I thought it would be appropriate for this, because it is, it's is—it's like a Hitchcock thriller. Oh, cool. Just not shot as good as a Hitchcock movie. <laughs> Interesting performance. It's like a uh, Scottish? Sco- oh, uh, I think it was, yeah. Scottish UK, yeah, UK set thriller about these guys who long lost friends. No, they just go deer hunting, and oh. one of the guys accidentally shoots a child. Oh, okay. I've heard and of they that. try and cover up the murder cool. in a really small town and it's a really great premise it's a really strong premise interesting performance interesting script I just thought the execution was like a I want again like I was saying with um bird box last week not last week two weeks two weeks ago, ago. that's a genre that really lets you and Hitchcock understood this inherently it's a genre that you can really exercise the visual language of something more so than if you were doing a straight drama. Yeah. You can really do something with a camera. And I just wanted that and it wasn't there. So I felt a disconnect, but a lot of other people have really dug this movie as well worth seeing. It kind of got buried in that Netflix where they just dump a movie and don't advertise it. Unlike with other things yeah. mm-hmm. where I've seen mm-hmm. ads for bird box
2: all oh, over the fucking place. I've seen memes for bird box. Where so, are yeah. the
1: caliber memes? Uh, shoot a child in the woods. Um, and then I watched <laughs> A
2: League of Their Own, which I'd never seen before. And you weren't attracted to them, so it's not a good yeah, movie. Yeah,
1: women in, in cleats <laughs> is
2: just nowhere near as attractive as men in but cleats. No, in all did you like the movie? Because I my loved f- the movie. Yeah, i was, say, was that's, really good. I think- because I know you have this weird obsession with uh, baseball movies. That's the one baseball movie where I just it's love It's not
1: it. my favourite. At the moment, my favourite is Undrafted, though I haven't mm. seen The Rookie and I haven't seen Field of Dreams, yeah. which are two really iconic ones that I haven't, you know, gotten around to yet. But I loved it. I, I thought it was, and it's really interesting because it's a movie without like a, there's a central conflict, but it's not really about that. And yet it works kind of in the way yeah. Chef. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, in, in that there's no like bad guy to fight against. There's just this relate. There's them in the world, and then there's the relationship between the two sisters. Yeah, and gorgeous performances all around. I especially love oh crap. I've forgotten her name. Um, the the, sort of the sister. No, no, no. The oh. sister. The over Davis. Who she? Oh, you haven't seen Orange is the New Black like, the new season. Of it. She's um uh M- Lolly L- 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 Lorna. She's like the blonde one with glasses. Who's Mentally ill in in and she has such a tragic story in in um Orange is the New Black because they're not they treat they they put her
2: in with with people who are sort of mentally Laurie Petty Laurie Petty that's wait the- is it actually I was totally yeah. guessing yeah
1: isn't that her name
2: I, I don't know she's the one from Tank Girl. Yes
1: yes, oh, yes, 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 woo, yes, yes, yes. Um, and she's a phenomenal seen. performer. And I just like I think there's something about baseball that's weirdly dynamic visually. Mm. There's the diamond shape, the sliding for the things. It moves. But, like, I mean, I cannot imagine an enthralling golf movie. You can have a golf comedy uh-huh. because you're being absurd about something so and serious. And never play
2: golf on those. Ch- challenge accepted. I will make a golf drama. I don't that's know what it's about in, yet.
1: enthralling. There is a movie about Tiger Woods, but it's about yeah. him Banging moving away him. and making uh, amends with his wife. There's a blacklist yeah. script. Um, and then, so, yeah, that's that's all I've sort of want, uh, oh. watched. So, uh, Mystery and Suspense. What is the difference between Mystery and Suspense? Hold on. Oh. My oh, yeah. Bring up your notes. I'm I was going to say, gonna say I, have, I have my spiel, and I'm going to maybe embarrass myself and do a Hitchcock impression. Ooh. Oh, this maybe. Please. <laughs> There's a very the jail famous, a very famous uh, Hitchcock quote, and there's an interview. You can actually find it. We'll put links in the show notes because yep. he kind of does it really better. Oh, I but, think I know what you're going <clears> to <throat> talk about now. Uh, okay, let's see if I can. The difference between mystery and suspense. A mystery is an intellectual exercise, sort of like a it. Uh, and suspense to give the audience the information, you see. And I won't go on, but I can do the full <laughs> lot he, go- he goes on to use the example. So mystery uh, and suspense That was uh, better than Anthony Hopkins. In that uh, <laughs> well, Anthony Hopkins isn't trying to imitate, whereas I'm just straight up- it, Copying, even, yes, I was so no impressed. And he would go, you hey? Like yeah. he
2: adds, you see, to you're, the end of every you're sentence. You're speaking with your jowls, which is, yeah. uh, is h- how you gotta do it. Only the Richard
0: Nixon Hitchcock would do it. Yes! yes. <laughs> I'm not a crook.
2: Uh, uh, that, um, <laughs> that specific uh, uh, monologue he has about suspense is what I always go back to when I've written something. And yeah. and it was Pat's fault because mm. I, I wrote I wrote Tinder Sucks, sent it to Pat, and Pat was like, that's great. Listen to Hitchcock's speech. And I was like, oh, right, yeah, because I've pretty much gone. Yeah. His and he thing uses and the,
1: the example he goes, and it's a very famous example hmm. now, is two men, uh, he says, two men talking about, I don't know, baseball or something. <laughs> and then uh, he says, the conversation goes on for about five minutes. All of a sudden, a bomb goes off. Yeah. You've got maybe- 10 seconds of shock, and then you know stuff goes on. Now, let's rewind and take the same scene. And you show the audience the bomb under the table. Now, all of a sudden, this banal conversation about baseball becomes really important because the audience are yelling, look under the table, there's a bomb. And then just before it goes off, they find it and they throw it out the window. And he says, you don't ever let it go off inside because he did that in one movie and he never elaborates which movie it is. But that's suspense. Suspense, is it it all all surrounds the the doling out of information Mm -hmm. and Uh, expectations
2: position when i wrote lace that was specifically why i was adamant we had to open seeing him with the thing you, you see it you see it all and then you cut to the, the two together so you know oh it's there it's yeah. always there i know it's there don't do the thing because she'll find the thing the i don't yeah. know if it worked uh yeah. and
1: and a mystery is inherently a question you're asking but a a really big plot question and it's usually a question one of the characters is asking and that character is usually the audience
0: surrogate yeah of course
1: Mm -hmm. um and it's if mystery is a harder one to do well suspense is sort of I mean, Hitchcock never liked mysteries. He said he only ever did one mystery and I believe it was The Trouble with Harry mm. um, and he didn't like that. He likes suspense because he likes playing with audiences' emotions rather than their intellect because yep. it's always a stronger reaction. No, yeah, but course. I think mystery can be good as we will discuss further. Did you have your notes?
0: Uh, yeah, it was just um, sort of going on that point. It's just like it It says here it's sort of like into to do with writing as well, writing these um, two different like elements John elements is like we'll be talking about writing a little later did you want to save it for that or uh i can but it's sort of it's it's not like too deep it's like overall like what we're saying this is like mystery if it's like a violent act the violence occurs before the story begins spence will be anticipating it would happen um if the if it's it's about the anticipation anticipation. (laughs) um If it's like sort of like a question within a narrative, it's like who's in mystery is like who's responsible, and then suspense is how can the crisis impending crime be averted, or like can it be averted at all? And it's a sort of like the appeal to like the audience would be for mystery it's an appeal to the intellectual curiosity and then for suspense it's sort of heart to the worrying concern. So yeah. So like that. So how does it apply to different genres? I mean, the obvious well, is thriller and action movies. Yes. Yeah.
2: Mystery and, and suspense are like horror as well. The, well and you horror. Can, you can yeah. See, yeah horror. But then again, like I say, I think it is a tool that you can use in any genre. Yeah. 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 And And
1: what's funny, someone, I can't remember who compared it, but they said comedy and horror are almost the same genre. Replace a scare with a laugh. Yeah. And that is the difference. Absolutely. And it's like, it's really kind of true. Um, uh, you know, especially in terms of form. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, a really great example of suspense, comedic suspense is in some like it hot. The audience are given information, and usually it's the audience have information that not all the characters, not necessarily the main characters, because often the character hiding a secret, secret yeah. identities, in the superhero. You know, oh my god, that should be on your top five if you haven't written it in Spider Man. Oh the right, yeah, bedroom scene or even yeah. the dinner table scene. Yeah, but yeah, um, some like it hot. The audience know their men no one else does and it makes for some real, it makes all the comedy. And what's great about it in Some Like It Hot is it, that makes that comedy not date. That movie is like 70 years old now, Mm. 60 years old now, has not dated in terms of those laughs. Cultural references date and they will date really fast. But some of the best comedies are based on the situation they are in the, the, with the information that is presented to the audience. (sighs) And that's what makes Some Like It Hot. For me, one of the best comedies ever made because mm-hmm. it hasn't dated yep. because the comedy is based around suspense yes. of that kind of thing. Uh, Sister Act is another one. <laughs> yeah. She's not a nun. We know that. She knows that. The cop knows that. No one else knows that. Oh, and the Mother Superior knows that. Uh, a Simple Favor is a good example of a yep. mystery surrounding like a mystery. There's this thriller comedy genre that's kind of come in. Game Night's another one. Yep. Um, Shane Black are all Shane comedic Black's thrillers, th- yeah, all exactly. comedic yeah. thrillers. Also in drama, people have secrets and those secrets cause conflict mm. and it's, and sometimes the audience is pretty you know, you know, there's the cancer drama where the person's dying and they're not telling someone or the cheating yeah. thing or the, like suspense in terms of information that is and isn't given is kind of a really, you know, like you said, it's a really great tool. Uh, what have I got here? Sorry. Uh, Dramas often build around people's inability to communicate, but the audience is in on what is not being communicated. And that's why we find, that's why we find tragedy really Mm. engaging because we're like, but you could have just done this like the mist.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, And mystery is often big in epic genres. Uh, There's a really great video essay that we'll put in the show notes about how Harry Potter, every Harry Potter is hinges on a mystery. Yeah, every mm-hmm. of the books, but even the movies to an extent. The Philosopher's Stone, the mystery of that, the Chamber of Secrets. Who is the killer? Investigative curious number three, children. the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Uh four is the Goblet of Fire. Who put his name in? Yeah, yeah. who put his name in? Five is the Order of the no, Phoenix. Sorry, you
2: didn't say that right. it Was who put his name in the Goblet of Fire? Calmly. <Yeah. laughs> How are the levels on that, Zane?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Spicy.
2: (laughs) Um, And while it can
1: often be like a less mystery, like we said, it can be like a lesser thing and it's often used badly, i.e. now you see me. Yeah. 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 I I
2: will admit that's all I've been thinking of this entire time.
1: (laughs) When it's done right, it can be effective because it's usually not the linchpin. Who is the- the chambers who is who is the chamber <laughs> <laughs> who is Slytherin's heir is not the linchpin of the thing. It no. is something that they hang character development over. Uh so how yeah. does it apply to writing?
0: Well, to writing here. 100.
1: I've
2: I've already said my piece about suspense. Uh, I, <laughs> it's the bread and butter of writing. Yeah, really no, absolutely. Because
1: it, it you can give a boring scene, yeah. a lot like people talking about baseball. Now there's mm. a
2: bomb.
0: Oh shit, now
2: we care about it. I yeah. feel like you could make most scenes interesting if you just add a bomb. Yeah, yeah, It's
0: it's about like putting your like for writing like or just writing or is a novel or is in film. This is like putting your characters that you actually care about in jeopardy or in this situation. You yeah. need to make sure your characters are like I cared about or I cared for. With, s- t-
1: with screenplays it's actually quite hard to do on the page. Yeah. Because is. you have to almost and I've you're kind sort of, of to learned this language off some of the more uh, Brian Duffield scripts yep. and things mm-hmm. where you're literally stylizing your, your line breaks and things to build a, a sh- your, your, build your sentences idea. become more clipped. You do that to build tension in the way that they're reading it yes. in their head because you can't present it the way you present it cinematically, which yeah. I find is really interesting in mine. um, What my door thing, what the fuck is that? Um, Oh, <laughs> I have a scene. Sorry. In the horror script I'm writing where the my home gets thing. broken into and people kidnap people in the house. Yeah. And the opening of a thing, we see them close the door and specifically lock it. So I highlight that in bold. And then they come back to that. And in the scene, I just make a note of saying the door is ajar. And so the audience are aware of that thing during a m- more banal conversation. And then we reveal the people in the house and then there's a kidnapping kind of thing happening. But I found while writing that I'm like, this isn't the most effective way to do this on the page, but I am directing it. Yeah. So I don't need to, I know what I'm going to do and how I'm going to you shoot need it to
2: sell it. Yeah. And you need to get money for it. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, suspense gives the page and the narrative a lot of forward momentum. So it's not just someone asks a question, gets an answer, move to the next scene, Yeah, which is what I've done before mm. all the time. Um, My worst scripts are when it's, someone asks for information, gets the information, cut to next scene, more of that. And I always fall into that trap because I'm a dialogue-heavy kind of person. Mm. So it's a big trap to fall into when you're writing.
0: Yeah, and it's also, in writing too, it's about like keeping, like include promises and keep them. So if you're going to promise something in terms of like dialogue. like When I get home, I'm going to see my wife. The first thing, you know, in a war movie, I'm going to see my (laughs) wife. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's sort of about like, keep it as promised, especially in suspense. If you're like gonna layer in hints or layer in, in the mystery, if you're gonna layer in red herrings or layer in these little clues, if you keep the the promises that you make. And... Oh, best use of red herrings is Mm. in searching. Oh, really?
1: That had some great red herrings.
0: Mm. And then for mysteries as well, I think it's like important because it says it's sort of like keep the violence as much off screen as you can. So if you want to get the readers or get anyone the audience um involved in the mystery it's about sort of dumping them in in the middle not seeing every single act so it gets yeah. repetitious it's sort of about yeah. being like what, when is it going to happen next it's, how is it it's gonna always happen the difference
1: between agatha christie and agatha christie imitators yeah and you can yeah. see it so clearly they Sorry. miss the point of her genius they, think they miss so. what she did so well which mm. wasn't a mystery. Everyone's how she dealt The
0: selling it. points of mysteries and suspense is like is who dis- did it.
1: But we've seen enough crime shows who, now that we can it? almost
0: always guess who did it if or it's showing done. everything. Yeah. 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 So
1: how does it apply to directing?
0: It's really about again, like you said, it's if it's not um evident on the page that you should care about your characters, it's really about crafting Characters that you care for, and showing that in the visual language, and showing their world, and showing how they operate in their world, mm. in, in their own, and showing the logic of how they yeah. operate. Because if they have a believable logic, then we can believe them making mistakes too, that doesn't fit in with the mystery or the suspense. Like they can mm. make a mistake that makes sense throughout the whole entire film, and it's like, a- yeah. and and a
2: big thing with um with, with suspense and directing specifically film yeah. is showing not telling yeah. because in showing something you can show something that the people haven't seen
1: like yeah. um we talked about in the top 10 assassination nation takes mm. this home invasion sequence from outside the house yeah and you're, so you're seeing people hiding behind curtains against the window because we're looking from the window from the outside. Right. Brilliantly, brilliantly done. How you shoot is so vitally important yeah. to creating suspense. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Hitchcock thing, you show the audience the bomb. But framing things, they, I've seen some really cool things where you frame things around. Like in Assassination Nation, there's the bit where you, there's Tight the gun frame. and the wall on the other side. And they do they do one of my
0: favorite really cool, ostentatious camera moves, but I adored it. Actually, I was going to, it's, it's, this is a reference to my list later on, but grand piano. Just Yeah. It, yeah. 100%. Yes,
1: 100%. 100% um, framing things around corners. So what there the audience is. can see, but not the character. Mm-hmm. Cause then that gets us, that gets that moment where they lean forward and they're like, no mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, intercutting, So using the edit to intercutting rhythms to build tension and suspense that ratcheting up towards the end act of a movie withholding one thing while giving away another, all of these tips are things you can do and you don't even need money to do them. It's just making sure there is a choice behind (coughs) what your camera is doing, what you're cutting to. It's not just let's
0: see the plot. Yeah. It's how are you looking at the plot is just as important. I think so. And I think what's, makes like the now you see me films really terrible is they've always been like, I'm gonna try and be we're the us is never gonna figure out the mystery. We're gonna yeah. be too smart for them. Yeah. So well, that. So that's just include m- stuff that's off screen that we don't know about. There's no yeah. layering of clues. Yeah. So that's like in segues perfectly into yeah. good
1: and bad use of mystery yeah. and suspense. And I think when when the movie hinges entirely on a twist, mm. uh yeah. that require and and it's see, a good mystery and Agatha Christie knew this. All the clues should be there. So you should technically be able to figure it out on the first go. Yeah. And the genius of the writing is in the fact that no matter what you do, the first time you go through, you will never figure it out. And then the second time you go through, you go, son of a bitch, it was right fucking there. Yeah. And that is the main problem with now you see me is they deliberately hold a piece of information that you need to figure, to, out, to, the to figure, out. To figure out the mystery. Yeah. You will never figure out the mystery. Until they reveal it and it feels cheap it feels mm. gimmick you feel the hand of the writer at work, which in a miss in a, in a genre like mystery that's the last time the last place you want to feel that because then yep. you feel ripped off um whatever got with spence if it, you like you were saying before if we don't care about the characters it doesn't yeah. matter how it doesn't matter how yeah. many bombs you've got in the fucking room yeah. You know, we're not going to give a shit who gets blown up. As we do up. know,
2: the more bombs, the more suspense. Yeah, yeah, and,
1: and you can do it. You can do it really well in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Ava DuVernay at the beginning of Selma mm. is such a strong opener, mm. and then does it. There's, there's a bomb. It's based on a true story. It's based on a true story, you know. But if you're not 100% keen in history, you might not get it, or you might only just get it. You're not. You're waiting for a moment, and it is kind of antithetical to the Hitchcock thing, but she keys you into the characters enough that a bomb goes off and you're like fuck you know it's really really good uh what i've got it um it doesn't matter what they face in terms of unseen threats that we know uh often a bad reveal can deflate the entire suspenseful moment oh, as absolutely. well like yeah. a bad oh but it was this i think that's what killed a lot of people off of the village is that the reveal is very yeah it makes yeah. a bigger deal out of something that's not that Clever. And
2: it's something that I loved in game night that I know a lot of people didn't like was a lot of people like (laughs) Michael C. Hall came out of nowhere. And I was like, no, they set him up early on going, Oh, the Russian, the vaguely European country. And, And and, and you specifically never know who that person is throughout the whole movie. It's a Harry
1: Lime in in The Third Man. Yeah, exactly. It's Uh, a Harry Lime. Lime, Harry Lime, Harry Lime. You just keep hearing Harry Lime and Mm. it it gives him one of the best entrances. It's what I tried to do in Red Curtain Hell.
2: Yeah. Now available on Vimeo On on Demand. demand. Hey, that's vimeo.com slash on demand (laughs) slash Red Curtain Hell.
0: Use the code PitcherEngine to get 20% off your purchase or rental. Yeah, carry Um, on.
1: uh, (laughs) I have for the first entire this giant long tracking shot it's Harrison, have you seen Harrison? Harrison's on a rampage. Harrison, this Harrison, you hear Harrison's name a hundred times. So when he makes his entrance, it's like, oh, okay, this <laughs> is the thing that's going on. So we, we spend about nine little fifteen minutes mm. of everyone in the whole movie
2: talking about Harrison before he shows up. So you did the trailer as well, wasn't it? The trailer was just no. Har-
1: Harrison's uh, kind of straight up. Well, you know, he's like, oh, what no. The you fuck see Harrison being doing? a dick,
2: and then you just see all the people going, Harrison's on a bit of a rampage. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever got, uh, well, that that works into what what ways have we worked with those principles in our
2: own work? Uh, I, I've already said that with like specifically with my m- most recent short lace. Um, but e- every time I write now, I've got to go back to that suspense model and go, all right, how can I work suspense into this scene? What can I tell the audience, not tell the characters to build this scene? Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of moments that I use it in pizza, but I see. I, I wish can't I,
1: think. I think personally, I lack a lot of doing it in a single scene yeah i need to work on that because i use intercutting like a motherfucker especially with red curtain hell yeah. and i do a lot of cool interesting things i set up secrets that the audience are privy to the audience are privy yeah. to everyone's secrets in the movie and then it's you're watching you're gleefully waiting for the clash between this person and the, you're waiting yeah. for natalie to find out what the fuck roman's doing and you know she's on the wrong path from like almost the get-go yeah um, and I I do that with intercutting and, and you're setting up reveals, you know, Simon and his mom.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, my God. I just realized that character's name is Simon and there's love Simon. And just Oh, God. Don't <laughs> worry. You, you
2: didn't do it before. You, you did I did it before. It before. Yeah. I did it before.
1: before. Um, mystery is easy enough, I think, to do, but I often do it really poorly. And at least I don't make it as engaging as it could be. I want to do – I really want to do a whodunit yeah. because I really want to try and – exercise that muscle into it. Well, I've written a who-done-it, and it was a steaming pile of shit. Zane has read that script <laughs> and it is not good. Wait, which uh, one's this? This is the murder mystery at a 21st birthday party right, yeah, where no, the birthday boy that. shows up dead, rocks up dead about halfway through the night. And then everyone's like drunken on drugs and they're like, shit, let's solve it ourselves. And, and it just didn't, I don't know. I just, and I couldn't rewrite it. It was just one of the scripts I got out of my system and then I went on to other things. Mm. I stole a lot of the, Multiple character things from that and transferred them to Red Curtain Hell, but I want to revisit the the Who Done It yeah. genre quite a bit. Um, I reckon we had we had a cool
0: idea for a Christmas one from the other. Yeah, episode the the, the, well. the
2: Christmas. Yeah, you'll have to listen to the Christmas episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. Josh,
0: what about you? Uh sort of. I haven't really played much into the mystery film in terms of scripting, but um, in terms of layering suspense, it's sort of. I think I've also really really relied on just cross cutting. Really you do a
1: lot of things unsaid as well. Yeah, things unsaid. Um, like, I mean, you're, you're first and your first main film is a d- yeah. dramatic piece. And yeah. so there's a lot of characters. Repetition of like that refusing to say things that refusing. they need to say. Mm. Um, yeah. Which a lot of great old classic like The Apartment. The Apartment sort is of a movie that hinges mis- on people. Communication is yeah. a big key. Yeah. yeah. The entire of Spielberg's filmography is about people's inability to communicate. Yep. His whole filmography, E.T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Close yeah. Encounters, The Terminal, Dracoja. Mm. You know, it's yeah. it's they're all built on the inability to communicate. And he, yeah. there's a great doco called Spielberg on the Spielberg. Uh, he yeah. just goes through his filmography but up until whatever the hell it was. Um,
2: Even Ready Player One, the whole thing was that uh, o- 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 Ogden Berger, <laughs> whatever his name is. Hey, that never ended up on anyone's top ten list. No, no. Oh, uh, w- it, w- it, wonderful. <laughs> it wasn't even my in my honorable mentions cuz I, I liked it fine but eh. yeah yeah <laughs> nothing um but yeah no the, the ogden burger c- couldn't communicate with anyone he was clearly autistic yeah. and so he created this whole gaming thing and the whole message at the end was fucking communicate dickheads yeah 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 the movie
1: well i think that's it for our topic for mystery and suspense i hope it's been mysterious and suspenseful for oh, sure. sure. no just been telling them stuff This has been Uh, terrible. People
2: have been coming to this podcast asking questions. We're just giving them answers. I know. It's like every script you've ever written, (laughs) Shane. I'm sorry. Uh, So I
1: thought we'd do our top five most suspenseful scenes in movies. Yeah. I'll Uh, I'll go first. You go first. Because
2: I I think number five is obvious. It's in Rocky Horror when uh, the Um. anticipation. Patient. No, you we're did it not too leaving early. dead yes, air. I was leaving dead air for like five minutes, and you're no. That, that's not really on my top five because I thought of a really good one. Um, it's legend. Wait for it. No, he doesn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Um. So number five is because I was trying to think of anywhere in the mission, like a really good Mission Impossible moment. But the one that gets me is in in the most recent one, Mission Impossible Six. The moment. is you land to get henry the bomb. cavill's mustache yes oh, i'm like yes. when's it gonna leave uh, <laughs> no no it was the the whole bomb sequence the whole third act oh yeah it just it just layered on layered and layered and i made the joke before that more bombs don't make but more bombs more suspense and then
0: mccrory was shooting the segment with um elza and peg like mm. literally diffusing that bomb. In the yep. like, last 15 minutes, of shooting of the final day. And oh, like, wow. yeah, yeah, they, they shot in like time. 15 minutes. Yeah, they go, oh, like, wow. go over time and they're getting this coverage. Like, the they're suspense. actually stressing each other out. <laughs> great.
2: Brilliant. But no, that was a perfect ending. I was yeah. like, oh, no. man. Um, So my number four is, uh, it's a tie between Bird Box and Hereditary, whole movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, with uh, Bird Box, it's more the whole movie where it's the g- in the future. In the present or whatever, not the past. So when they're- Mystery
1: or suspense?
2: Suspense. Suspense. Uh, when they're trying to go down the river. The only part that I say- Will she or won't she kill the shitty yes. child? I, I, I was genuinely like, there was a point where I'm like, oh God, she's actually going to kill her. This is great. Because yeah. like the the moment they re- revealed that, oh, she's not her daughter. Do you know what I thought? I mm-hmm. thought she
1: was, I thought at one point I thought the kid was going to look and then turn into one of those crazy people. And oh, it turns out the kid's oh, the a kid sociopath. Was crazy the whole time. <laughs>
2: Um, but hereditary, I think the moment, like I think the whole fucking movie, but the moment was when the thing happens in the car and then he comes, and he comes home and it's just him in bed and you're like, where the fuck is this going to go? Where the fuck? She's she's going to go. Oh, and Jesus, the, the payoff was harrowing. Um, my next one is lethal weapon. The yep. first one, yep. suicide, uh, the 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 opening with um Mer- Riggs, um with the, the gun in his mouth. Mm. And I found
1: when watching this, I know there's four other movies, and yet they played it really honestly yeah. in in a way you almost
2: believe it could happen. Yeah, mm. no, I, I I really did. It's great. Um, my number two is from Spider-Man: Homecoming. It's Ooh. the car scene. The oh, entire car scene yeah. with the vulture. Oh, yeah. yes. Great. Which, great oh, scene. Edge of my seat stuff there. Um, and my number one, which I literally thought halfway through when we we're talking about the different genres you can use, <laughs> it's Love Actually. When Alan Rickman buys <gasps> the thing and she finds the, it in her pocket, she finds it. She, and she looks so happy. She's ha- so happening. happy. And then. And the fuck. suspense from that. And it, it, it occurred to me, I'm like, that whole thing is suspense. That, that shit is.
1: Even oh. you know it's actually suspenseful. Is uh, where um, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Rowan yeah. Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Atkinson. He's like, you be know like
2: ready in the flashiest of in flashes. Everything about that Christmas. Christmas. Oh, I so I I. Uh, so every, I. Everything yeah. about that sequence was so intense, and especially when she unwraps it, mm. and and. So, you now know that she knows, but he doesn't. And yeah. then the entire movie plays out. And I forgot that she actually confronts him. And I was sitting there going, fuck, is she, she going to confront him? Because she has to confront None him. One of the best <laughs> scenes
0: like, of her oh, like crying and then composing herself for her children. Yeah. Yes, it's oh like, my what God. the God. I just can't it's do it anymore. Sad. Go it's on, so Josh. Good. What's your top five? Okay, thank you. Um, my number five is grand piano, as I mentioned before. Uh, so yeah. Literally, f- literally from the moment, like, he's like, in
2: his ear. Whoa, well, yeah. spoiler alert. That's the mystery. It's Cusack. <laughs>
0: yeah, where's Cusack? Um, so we've discussed this before.
2: It's uh, also a
1: mystery too because you're wondering why. Yeah, yeah why. why? And, literally, and why then it's is like, like oh, yeah. yeah that's and it's actually unique. kind of a fun reason why. Yeah, 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 yeah. For something
0: so intense, it's
2: such a fun payoff.
0: Yeah. Uh, number four is Psycho. I think has a lot of good moments from yeah. which moment. But it's the one where she's in the, the sitting room with
1: Norman, and what's great know. is to people watching that first time, yeah. they just find it weird and odd. They don't yeah, right. know the suspense of it, and then the they, second time it becomes because so it's, suspenseful. It's
0: immediately before that scene, but also even watching the first time, just the, the the dynamic shifts of like the power shifts of like the angle you're looking at my. I am looking at yours your because I think we're gonna have a crossover on one oh, of them. Oh yes, nice. Um, so yeah, just the dynamics of like that scene itself and how the power shifts change. I really love it. Number three is Alien. Uh, cool. It's when Captain Dallas is in the air docks. <laughs> the air <was> like, <laughs> yeah. oh, we will see this <laughs> again. <laughs> it's getting closer. It's getting closer. It's right on top of him. And then swish round, boom. Yes. Yeah. yeah love it. Uh, number two is Science of the Lambs when Clarice is in the basement. The vision, yeah. the night vision. The night vision scene. scenes. Oh. Oh. And She's literally reaching around in the dark. It's just terrifying. He reaches out for her. Love it. And number one is from Sicario on the road when they're in like- on The, the, border, the crossing, border crossing scene. Like Have you stirring. seen
1: Sicario Chanster? No, I haven't. Oh my God. I'm a like junk person. Brilliant. And
0: Benicio Del Toro is like, get out your gun. Like, I'm like- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's from the trailers, but the trailers didn't spoil it too much. I was like hoping no. it didn't, and then it was so much more. It no. like so amazing. And your top
1: five? My top five. Number five is Alien Dallas in the Shaft. Yeah. This yeah. got me to- ju- This is one of the very few Scare giant, show, giant yeah. jump scares that I've had, but- it only works because of the suspense that's used to build up. Absolutely. To it. If it was a sudden shock and thing, it would
0: play so and, bad. And that's what they've fucking done in other alien. Calling movies. out my uncle as well, because the first time I watched this, I was like eight years old. And then that scene came on and he knew exactly when I was going to jump. And then he, grab my shoulders. and then he shook me. Yeah. <laughs> and, so I, and I'm like, and I'm like, ah, that's the best Rook thing down. when
2: you're sharing a horror movie with a person yeah. and you know, yeah. the exact moment. Yeah. yeah. You um, him.
1: Number four is the coin toss with Carla Jean from the yep. country for old. Men. Yeah. 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 yeah okay, cool. And it works because they also in an equally suspenseful scene, did the coin toss scene at the shop at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then they play and just, Oh, and it's a mm. dialogue scene. It's like that scene in Spider-Man homecoming. You're just like, fuck where's it going to go? Number three is the entire of don't breathe. (gasps) Yes. (laughs) Which is just a panic attack and anxiety in, in in a single movie. And like they have a night vision scene. Mm. They have even just when the the main guy comes back, he leaves and you're like, you could have done. And he comes back for the girl and he's there and they do like the guy walks past him in the hallway. and You're like, It's
2: just so good. Uh, I will admit there, I I completely forgot about it, 10 Phil Lane. Oh, yes, yes, yes.
1: Yes. Uh, My number two is getting the phone from Panic Room.
0: (gasps) I don't yell at the screen very often. Yeah, yeah.
1: And this is a sequence that had me yelling at the screen because I was like, get it. The whole sequence is in slow-mo. And it's like it it's Jody's so reaching much she's reaching tension. and it's asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And then running up the stairs yeah. and the music. It's yeah. just phenomenal. it's one of my favorite thrills of all time. I love it so much. Uh, yes. And number one, and I'm sure this is beyond Zane's number one, or at least in his top five somewhere, it's the tavern scene from Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. It is a 25-minute protracted scene of ratcheting up if the you, suspense. Honestly,
0: if you just did this instead of this. So yeah, but fine. have you read a theory? What?
1: There is a theory on the internet how it's not even the fingers that gave it away. Ooh. He knew it before because the, the, he never says that's what gave it away. That's what um, Diane Kruger's character says. It's actually something oh. else. Yeah. And oh. and you read that and you're like, oh, that's kind of good and it works. It's That scene – and hit, and Tarantino did it because he was specifically accused of never being able he was like he's really good at this 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 but he'll never be good at tension Ah. And so he was like, fine. So literally it's the, the like first, scene first challenge of the movie. Challenge First scene of the movie. Well, first scene of the yeah. movie even. But then that scene. But yeah. the tavern scene yeah. is like just 25. This scene is so long and yet there is not one moment where it feels protracted. No. And boy, it's so brilliant. I love it to pieces. So that's my top five. Oh, and that's our mystery and suspense episode. Ooh. Thank you so much for listening. If you have some suspenseful scenes from movies you like, let us know you can Let's find know. us on social media at uh, and twitter and instagram at PixRangers. <laughs> now we have to bring up we have had a fan email us uh Siobhan, if you were listening to this we really really appreciate you emailing us yes thank you however uh, she did from the the byline on the, the message sent a, a pitch for a, a movie which is a really cool thing but cuz we are content creators ourselves legally we technically can't read that kind of thing because we may make something that has a relation to it, especially if it's yeah. something we're talking about on the podcast. So we really appreciate, we really appreciate the fan interaction and taking the
2: time to write something for us. But Siobhan, if you're a Brisbaneite, if you're in the air, if you're just chilling out in Brisbane, yeah, okay. Come on down and do the pitch yourself. Why not? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. we'll make Come a pitch look. episode about it. And yes. then, yeah. then I can You're finally on. do my Kirby episode. <laughs> yes! Siobhan, we need you. Uh,
1: but thank you so much, Siobhan, for reaching out. You were literally our first listener to reach out.
2: Well, I mean, everyone else is reaching out as well. We're knocking back the request. We're like, well <laughs> yeah. fans, calm down. Yeah. Everyone's uh, they're here. are just knocking
1: back down LA. my door. My yeah. hookup cue is just through the roof. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Hey, I'm a
0: podcaster. Uh,
1: yeah, it- <laughs> No lie, it is the first line on my Tinder bio. (laughs) I I host a podcast Um, that's sexy, right? (laughs) Funnily enough, it has gotten me more interactions on dating apps because it is a really good icebreaker. It is. So there you go. They're like, "What's the podcast about?" Oh, well, it's about movies, and And then it stops there. (laughs) And (laughs) it stops there, (laughs) and they're like, uh, "But thank you so much." Uh, If you uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Shane M underscore Ensign and I'm on Letterboxd at Two Twenty Four Frames. I log and review pretty much everything I watch movies and miniseries wise, everything that's on Letterboxd to and log. TV and TV time as well. Uh, TV time. I'm on TV yeah. time at direct. 91? I do not know what my TV time is. I'll look that up and put
0: that the next episode. Something. <laughs> something like um, that. And my Twitter is that Sundance Katie or Capson Letterboxd and TV time. I think it's both Joshua Grieg. If TV time might be that Sundance kid as well. So just figure it out.
2: I'll let you know. See, I don't have enough social media to be confused by it. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Walk your film choices, Jonathan. <laughs> I, uh, I will. You, okay, so back, back, back in the uh, 2000s, I was all up in the IMDb. Me, but I know. life is behind me now. I'm a new man. Now I'm just on Instagram, a virtual star. And you can, you can, you can also. no, we've already plugged road Curtain. Now well, fuck it. So <laughs> just find me on Instagram, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you guys very much for listening, and you'll hear from us again next week. The Bye. greatest mystery
2: is where is Becca? Yeah, well, you can't find it, guys. You can't. I really. <laughs>